0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E minus 37
1: seconds. The fight is growing E equals 40, MC. 13. That all men are 13.
0: created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. We can take each other down. We're not on. Something's happening. Coming up along, Station. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Ryan Treasure, and we're going to continue along the path we've been going on the last couple of days as we uh, start to discuss a little bit more about our emotions, our feelings, our relationships, and some of those things that are some of the most important components of humanity, being human and being in this world and living together. Uh, So we have a great guest that we're gonna talk to today. Uh, She's a leadership psychologist with more than 15 years of experience working with individuals, organizations, and communities. Uh, In addition to being an author, uh, she's Uh, in a change management strategist position, leadership development expert, motivational speaker, and executive consultant for individuals and corporations. And before I bring her on, I just wanna use a quick quote. Uh, Dr. Crystal White says, when people have an aha moment through understanding their own code and their underlying traits better, change naturally flows. Dr. White adds, That can mean more success in finding a relationship or enjoying the one you already have. Either way, grasping this truth will change everything. Dr. White, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, it's my honor, and I'm actually so excited just listening to you. It's like something that I want to follow and I want to do better in my own life is to be that inspiring voice. So thanks for bringing the energy up. Hey,
0: I appreciate it. And you know, there's everyday, you know, Joe's like myself, married man, got kids. Uh, You know, I work way too much and spend not enough time with my family, something I'm constantly at a struggle with. And, you know, it's important that guys like me, folks like me, women like me, whatever you are, uh, that we have someone like you, right, to motivate us. Because sometimes we need a little kick in the pants that says, you know what, it's okay to go home from work an hour or two early on a Friday, go pick up your kid and go have fun, you know. And, And I think some of those things are getting lost in society, right?
1: Yeah, you know, we all need a support system that either gives us straight shooting feedback or uplifts us and allows us to be our natural unconscious self. Or sometimes we need the people in our lives to challenge us to raise our standards for what we expect from ourselves. And if we're being the person that we really, really want to be. So I find that a lot of times I get hired or I got, get brought on to a team or an organization or a CEO to help be that mirror, to say to them what they already kind of know, but they need to hear uh, and help them come up with a really good strategy for change. And we, all, all of us, including myself, we need support in order to do that.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. Change and support are extremely important for personal growth. You have to have some of those things in order to make some uh, steps in a different direction from where you're currently on. And I want to talk a lot more about that. But I want to know a little bit about you, Dr. White. In the the quote that I mentioned earlier, you said something about when people have an aha moment, which ties directly into what we do here at Finding Your Frequency. And we like to ask people, when was it? Where was it? What was it that made you have your aha moment to decide to, you know, become a psychologist, become a leadership uh, expert and helping people with their relationships? What what was that moment like for you?
1: I'm I'm creating aha moments for myself, like all the time and then other <laughs> people. But there's something about this book, the the letter code. I had an aha moment when. Uh, I was at a writing retreat and I was writing. I went there because I knew I wanted to write a book and there was something brewing inside of me. And the first step really was that the status quo in my own life was no longer working for me. I was not as energized. I was not as hopeful and I was working really hard. I was still in it and still producing but it came at a more physical or spiritual cost to me. So, of course, I I went on a retreat to figure out like my next step and I knew I was going to write a book on leadership and I started writing this book it's halfway finished about heart smart like how to bring emotional intelligence and self awareness aligned with like neuropsychology and better behavior, and people that they, at the retreat they were really interested in in this. But on the other hand, I started talking about the letter code and how if I was really brave, I would write a letter. I would write this book about powerful partnerships and this theory that I'd been developing and testing out and discovering for the past four years. And it was towards the end of that retreat where I realized that this was the book that was calling to be written, that would bring me the most healing, that would provide the most service for people around me, and could potentially make a contribution to the world of relationship psychology. And it it was a Aha moment that afterwards I was like, "Oh shit!
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, I have to do this. I have to do this, or I'm going to regret it."
0: It's amazing to hear the creative process from an author, where you kind of have this idea of, "Well, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do A," and then you end up at Z, completely the opposite direction. And and what a cool feeling that is to go through that creative experience, where you really get to just, you know, allow your subconscious to do what it does, right?
1: Yeah, and really listening to your heart rather than your head. My head, even now today, is like I should have wrote in a book about conscious thought leadership and how it is developed and some of the disciplines around that, which is what I do for a living. Uh, and I still do that, is to create moments of change. And instead, I wrote something on love. And it's confusing for you know people who are looking for me to hire me. I don't want to be... Um, you know, boxed into like, I'm a love coach. Cause that's not what I do. I believe that love our love lives influence our pro- professional lives and our leadership. And so my head was completely screaming at me, do the this. And then I, it took a really huge leap of faith for me to listen to my heart Maybe was, maybe, maybe your heart
0: happened. needed to get something off his chest, you know. That,
1: <laughs> totally. <laughs> which is, you know, uh, the the heart know knows what you need. It's and the heart never lies. The heart is there to guide you and to change you into becoming the person that is who you need to be—the whole person, the the live person, the awake person. It's the head that lies to you all the time. It's the head that complicates things and leads us astray. And that's exactly what happens in love as well. We have these, these ideas, these thoughts, these, um, the, you know, kind of stories that we create about love. And those are the things that are so chaotic and confusing, but the heart knows what is the best way for connection and, Invigoration and joy and pleasure—it's our heads that confuse everything.
0: You know, so you've been in the space of uh, leadership psychology and and helping people with gaining leadership experience, providing training for those folks. Where Where did you, I mean, I know you had the aha moment and your heart said this, but where did you get the information, the uh, like the content and subject matter around this newly formed kind of subject? I guess it's kind of a, a, a left hand turn from what you've been doing in the past, right? So tell us about that portion and maybe the creative process and gathering the information and, and where did you, you know, uh, come up with this idea of the letter code?
1: You know, I first, I didn't ever come up with this idea. These ideas kind of already exist. I'm just observing them and then creating uh, language around them that kind of helps people understand. But of course, there's been lots and lots of wisdom traditions demonstrating that what is what we see on the surface is not really what is underneath. So, in terms of how I applied this is I just was very very observant in my own life my own love life and the love life of everyone around me about some common themes that kept on coming up and when I noticed those common things, I could create connections between them very very quickly and it just so happened that I had decided years ago, like I was on this path of, of trying to find a powerful partnership and the connectivity had to be there, had to feel like I was, for me, I was growing, I was challenged, I was evolving. And um, no matter what, I would listen to people and they would always have different ideas for me. They would give me advice that I needed to find somebody that I could go out and be, a free uh, free spirit, I climb mountains and do, um, you know, often I'm involved in something that is exciting and has a lot of adrenaline um, associated with it. So people would say, you need somebody that that will it let you do that and then come home and share the the house with, right? Or other people would say, you know, when you're sick, you need somebody to lean on or rely on. Or many, many people have said, like, Crystal, what you need is like a best friend, somebody is, like, that knows you inside and out and shares things with you. And uh, as I listened and I observed other people in their relationships and observed myself in the relationships, it just, it, these themes emerged. And there's four, you know, different themes that really emerged. And all the different permutations of those and how we express them are very different. Um, so it, it just was honestly through observing and then talking about it. And then uh, God bless my support system, because then I started identifying them with my my people in my life and they started testing them out. And when I was writing the book, I had multiple uh, beta dinners where people would <laughs> test the out term. the. I know. They were in it with me, man. They would test out the the tests and the reflection questions. They would go back to their the dates that they were on or within their marriages of 15, 20 years um, and ask themselves questions, ask their partner questions. Um, it was really a real-life experiment. Um, and then coaching people according to the letter code. Uh, yeah, it was it's it's been a wild ride. Well, that's really cool. So I'm a I'm a
0: technology guy, right? So leveraging science in that manner where you put everybody together and you were able to observe and report and and note all of those pieces, that probably gave you a really good grasp on, you know, what are these barriers that are holding people back from finding love and and what they can do to mitigate those.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, the thing that holds us back from love is, are the things that are really holding us back from ourselves. We often and frequently don't know who we really are because it's, the world is noisy and now it's very fast-paced and we don't spend a lot of time in reflection. And oftentimes we have friendships or families that are pretty superficial and don't dig beneath you know, what's going on un- underneath this all. What, does this, what is this fight really about? Or what is this emotion really about? And I, I, I feel like the real work starts with like laying on the floor and in moments of quietness and self knowing and understanding and compassion for for all the times that you aren't the person
0: that you want to be yeah kind of yeah. like you know i did this interview yesterday with dr siri and and that was something that he brought up too and you you know you talk about those moments of quiet and stillness and you know he's a he's a yogi so he does a lot of meditation and different types of things like that but i mean that's basically the same thing it's just kind of taking a few moments out and you know being in the moment being still focusing on the here the now the present and those types of things right
1: yeah, I mean, that is a must necessary component of a great relationship for with yourself, right? With yourself. There's nothing more sexy than a person that knows himself or a, a person who always is questioning how they're showing up in the world. And if how they're behaving aligns with their values, aligns with their goals, aligns with their inspiration, there's nothing more sexy about that.
0: You know that's funny that you say that my whole life growing up uh, that was something that my mom always told me you know was you no know, so that's just great advice great advice
1: yeah and really really a challenge to do in this world yeah. because we have kids to not just feed but we have kids like we want to, to grow and see thrive so yeah. we're spending time like in their development or we have you know taxes to do
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh as you're talking about that on april right yeah great job great yeah thanks for reminding me thanks for that
1: Uh, or you know parents (laughs) that are getting older and so we we are so distracted by responsibilities or the tasks that are on our plates that we forget what our true desires and results are and we we get swept away in the game of life and underneath it our hearts are really crying out like Ryan, like who, what type of husband do you want to be? Like what makes you feel good and is easy to sustain? And it has to start with that question over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. And you do truly have to have a proper relationship with yourself in order to go and accomplish those things that you just touched on. It's very difficult to, to say, hey, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna show my daughter, my son, uh, my children how they need to you know, be in the world. If you're not comfortable in your own skin being you, then there's gonna be a, a hesitation, a, a, a lack of true leadership in that component when you're trying to teach those lessons to your children. And then also make it really, really hard for you to maintain a relationship with your significant other if you're constantly questioning yourself
1: yeah, absolutely. And to know that you—it's okay for you to question yourself. Like that's something that is a sign of human evolution. Is that we can question. It's just got to be healthy
0: lives. questioning, right? It can't yeah. be. It can't well, be yeah. the the negative, derogatory. Because I, I question myself all the time, but I'm not like, oh Ryan, you're terrible. You suck at your job, or you you know you you <laughs> didn't do this the right way. I mean, there are definitely times you know I'll, I'll tell myself, hey, Ryan, you could have probably been a little bit more efficient at this or communicated this a little bit better and looking at those things and and, and learning from them and using those as my own teachable moments for myself. And I think if people don't do that, they do. They end up in self-limiting beliefs, whereas there's a fine line between being able to give yourself some critiques that provide value and positivity for you to go into a direction versus uh, ones that will send you into a, a negative space that will go and be opposite of where you're trying to go.
1: Sure. I think, I think I have limiting beliefs every day and I have self empowering beliefs every day. I just need to be aware of which ones are serving me in, in, and my relationships as well, because no matter how we look at it, we influence other people. So oftentimes if you're experiencing disconnection in your relationship, a lot of conflict, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, there is something that you're contributing to the relationship that's bringing that on, and because we, we always are our product of one another. we We cannot develop, we don't develop in a vacuum. And so it's so beautiful. I have to know myself and also know that other people are influencing my development, and I am influencing theirs as well. so it's so it's just this this double-sided equation. It's me being self-aware. Plus managing my behavior because it doesn't help to know yourself if you're not managing yourself <laughs> right and, and then reaching out to other people in a way that is uh, alive and conscious and intentional it, it, those are the two two sides of the equations
0: so we've talked a lot about oneself and being in that still moment on a daily basis and getting yourself into a routine of self love to help you move and grow but let's flip the script just a little bit because you have, you know, the significant other, the potential significant other, whatever that may be, you know, there's, it's one thing to, to create a connection with somebody. And then another thing to maintain a connection with somebody. Uh, So what are some of those needs that you identified uh, while during, uh, during, during your, uh, uh, your, your, your beta lunches and those types of things? Uh, What, what are those needs that the other person has to fill from their partner in order to have that healthy relationship?
1: Sure. You know, all of us have needs and sometimes I get very frustrated that I'm a needy thing, right? <laughs> that I actually need sleep or I need uh, carbohydrates. I really wish Coffee. sometimes I didn't. <laughs> Comedy, <laughs> laughter, right? So we all have needs and there are four uh, basic needs. And the letter code really is if you can decipher your own need and, and begin to articulate it, that creates a, positive influence on your partner in your life to figure out his or her own need and it becomes just so much more efficient than to connect right because if you meet somebody's needs uh then they're the connection the door the pathway is so much more efficient stimulating and uh rewarding so there's four basic needs and if you are the type of person that really likes just to take quizzes, we've also developed um, from these reflection questions a uh, validated and reliable quiz. And that's online. You could just go to um, thelettercode.com under resources and take the quiz. How long does the and quiz
0: take to take? How, how long does it take? Oh, less than seven minutes. We should do it live right here on the show
1: totally we can.
0: Yeah. Uh, what is what's the, the website again? I'm going to go there right now while you explain it and then we'll 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 have me go through uh, go through the the code.
1: Uh, it is under the letter code dot com okay. slash resources So let's and let's talk
0: about that study a little bit more while I'm bringing it up
1: sure uh today actually starting tomorrow it's uh, going to be free for 10 days because my birthday is tomorrow and we're celebrating on April 10th 10 days of um, the free quiz so um that starts tomorrow
0: okay so I can't take the quiz live
1: you I don't think you could take it live oh, yeah to, unless got yeah. it but I could tell you um that or, there's why don't you give me you
0: could give me the quiz yeah.
1: I can I can completely give you the quiz I let me can I pull it up let me pull it up let's yeah, do that yeah. let's
0: let and, and you don't have to give the complete one obviously I know you want to you know make sure that you're leveraging it for all the things that you want to do uh, I just thought it would be great to give the listeners kind of a taste of uh, this quiz and and what they could expect and, and some things that they could get out of uh, out of the interview absolutely other than the fantastic things you've already brought to the table which is just amazing you know so well uh, I Yeah,
1: I think, though, it's helpful to have quick, first, we're in a quiz world, and I I was not aware of this, um, so it's helpful for me to have people be like, we really want a quiz, and we really, we really would like, you know, to something that guides us right now, and I think that's helpful to give quick wins, so let's do it. Um, So, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and the most important thing is that you, of course, go with your first gut reaction reflect though on what matters to you most okay? okay it all the questions are really worded in a way that will challenge you to go beyond the surface and think about things that you probably have not considered before um so just to know that all the questions almost always are like oh It's so that's such a tricky question. What my number one thing is, because most of us are going to want all the answers. Well, I love
0: I love going outside of my comfort zone because that helps me to grow the quickest.
1: Absolutely. We have to tolerate that discomfort, right? (laughs) You have to. So um, you're going to be pulled in to choose more than one response. And that is very normal so just ask yourself what must be present before i consider the others like what is the highest priority and what's the most important of them all all right okay so i'm going to ask you four questions and then i will give you what i think your letter possibly could be at the end of it okay so the first question is i find connection to be most difficult if or when a significant partner is being a is irresponsible b inconsiderate c uninvolved or d frozen
0: uninvolved
1: okay question number two it's most natural to give my significant other often without having to think about it a free time and space to pursue his or her hobbies b validation or action gifts of kindness C offers to join in on my current or future plans or D things that give him or her a new experience. Oh, probably a perfect free, free, free space to pursue her hobbies. Right. Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cause you said that right. question was what's the, what's the, that, what that comes easiest to me to provide to her. Correct.
1: Correct, yep, yep. Okay, Uh, I am most likely to lose energy but may not always notice it right away when my partner, A, when my partner constantly checks in on me, B, when my partner doesn't recognize my gestures to care, C, when my partner is frequently absent or disengaged, or D, my partner refuses to change or is resistant,
0: Oh, definitely D. Change.
1: (laughs) Great. And then the last one, um, I prefer it. uh, Oh, I prefer when talking about love that I, let's say this. I'm going to say it, start over. When talking about love, this is something that I would probably say. A, each person needs to have his or her own life and interests. B, each person should be happy. C, the relationship should do more than what can be done alone, or D, the relationship should help you become a better version of yourself.
0: Ooh, that's a toss-up between A and D for me. Repeat A again.
1: Yep. Each person needs to have his or her own life and interests. Or D. I'm,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with A. Okay. And the reason why so, is I, I I let another thing that my mom always used to tell me is, uh, you know, if if by you doing your thing and your significant other doing their thing, you guys can come together. That's the most beautiful thing.
1: Awesome. Yes. So, Ryan, you might be an H. And when you're when you think about things that your parents say or your mentors say or teachers say that stick with you and are like your mantras inside, your ideal, like this is what love should be, that reveals a core need. And H's have a core need for independence. That means <laughs> you are on one side and your partner's on the other side and you are both independently grounded. You get your sense of stability from yourself and your own values, your own, your own goals and dreams and ability to take care of yourself, but you reach out to connect. That's that horizontal line. She has her space, you have yours, and you need freedom. You need independence from the love relationship just as much as you need like that that bridge that bridge is functional it's it makes you not just connected but it makes you you know alive and so much so much bigger than if you were just on your own so much more functional than you were just on your own but at the end of the day you absolutely need to be your own person and know who you are and be firmly planted in your own soil
0: i feel like you just reached down in my soul That was amazing Because that that is the epitome of Like my wife and I's relationship We are literally the yin and the yang Of each other You know I'm the you know, I can do my own thing all the time. You know, not that my wife can't do her own thing. She would prefer to be around people. And I am like, ah, I just want to go do my own thing. I, You know, I got my own projects, my own whatever. Um, yeah, so that that is literally, you know, the, our, our, our to a T. You know, my wife is shy and I'm yeah. outgoing. And, you know, and, and that's what makes our relationship work really well, to be honest, is the fact that we are the yin and the yang each other and we complement each other so well.
1: Yeah, I would love just to have your wife take the coat. Uh, the quiz Mm -hmm. or read the book, she might be a different letter uh, and have a different name. She might have, so one of the other needs is a need for support. And those are A's, right? A's are the type of people that are planted on their own, but they lean in and they really like want to not just give support, but they want to receive support in equal measure. They also reach out for shared companionship and, joy and pleasurable activities, but their core need is to feel like they are being supportive and they're being support dead. And um, of course H's and A's have, can have beautiful balance together. Um, just even recognizing that, you know, sometimes Ryan needs to give support and receive support. yeah. And sometimes your wife needs to give you independence and Um, really thriving relationships like once they realize oh my gosh I have unknowingly met this need in yours for your for years or I have unknowingly not met this need in yours for a month whatever (laughs) it is um, it it can really just quickly you know course correct
0: yeah I'd love for her to take the quiz too because that would identify that possible need that maybe I didn't realize I wasn't providing enough of
1: yeah yeah exactly and the the quiz will tell you how many of h's you have what your strongest one is and what your second strongest is because what i find is if your core need is getting met then we're we're tricky loving beautifully broken human beings we'll go to our next need right i need air and after air i need water uh, <laughs> and after warmth i need food yeah so uh, I don't know I am I need air until it's deprived. Um, I'm like, I just need, you know, a jacket. But really, um, it, the book helps you identify what your core need is. And then it's if you're going to really get advanced, then you want to know what your second one is, right?
0: Um, when, when you talk yeah. about the, the, the letters and the code, I can't help but kind of get the same idea of comparing different zodiac signs with other ones you know with you know your aries are not can't you know don't do so well with your cancers and those types of things have you ever matched up the letter codes and match those up with you know zodiac signs because you get all those certain things like so i'm a libra so i have this you know specific thing that libra's are with being balanced or whatever and you know other people have their other different signs have you ever matched that up is there any correlation there
1: I have not matched it up. It would be beautiful to just to start looking at that. What I do find is that people will often say, I'm just not compatible with this type of person because I am a Libra or I'm an Aries. You're the opposite of me You're on the opposite side of the Zodiac. Uh, And, and that's helpful because I do know that you can't change something if you're not aware of it. And Mm -hmm. no matter what, Personality is not what drives compatibility. It's our behavior that makes things work or doesn't work. And our behavior is driven by our beliefs and by our emotions and our thoughts. Oh, you mean
0: relationships actually take work and they take effort?
1: (laughs) You know what? Just like a garden (laughs) needs to be watered (laughs) or my body needs rest. Relationships need intentional attention. yeah sometimes that's, that's sure. work. sometimes so, it isn't work so what, what what
0: about the single person out there what what kind of what kind of tools do they need in their toolbox you know because we, we're talking about you know a couple a couple here uh what, sure. what what about the single person like what what kind of skills do they need to make sure that they're you know finding the proper letter for them
1: yeah well what i just said you know knowing yourself is incredibly sexy you need to know Exactly, like what you're hiring for when you're looking for like a love match like to say I am an H I really really like connection and doing fun activities together and having shared quality time and touching and doing all this but sometimes I will absolutely need my own thing my own space my own security because that's who I am and then the other and just to know I want you to know that up front about me um, that it has nothing really to do with us. It's just something that I need to feel good, right? Um, I, that is absolutely sexy when somebody comes out and can say that in an open, interesting, engaging sort of way versus a demanding kind of defensive sort of way so hard for guys to talk
0: about their feelings though i mean that right there is uh hey we're on a date let me tell you my feelings which is kind of a, a you know like guys are real guarded about you know even coming out with those types of expectations as you're dating you know i i guess it's hard for me to say i haven't really dated in um sure. 20 plus think, years but
1: <laughs> I, think it, I think it's hard for women as well yeah uh, just it like women don't know how to express their feelings women know how to uh to have feeling words more, but we don't know how to express it in a way that's emotionally smart and gets us the results that we want just as much as men do. We don't get a lot of practice at it. When,
0: when, when do male or female, like as you, as you're going through the, I guess the journey of cultivating a relationship at what point is, is it the appropriate time to, to talk about those types of things, to make a decision on whether this uh, relationship path that you're working on is going to be, you know, something sustainable.
1: Well, you know, when you're in any new situation, socially, oftentimes we fake it and we put like this best foot forward or even like a false face forward. Um, And I I do believe that you want to always start how you want to finish. And so um, every exchange that you're having, whether you're on a date or not is, like, this is who, this is the real me, and you get to decide how much, what that looks like, but to be real and genuine. And in terms of, like, the letter code, um, I know people, men and women, who are wise. And wise are the, the typical, I want a soulmate, I want a best friend, I want a person that is grounded. but is right up next to me like we create a strong foundation of shared almost everything together shared values shared meals shared activities shared friends shared homes shared bank accounts and then we can branch out just a little bit but for the most part 80 percent of time i need you in my life almost you know at on a consistent engaged basis and i i both men and women are looking for that right Mm -hmm. and And I think that's helpful, like right out of the gate or on your social, on your dating Tinder profile or Match.com profile to say, like, this is my standard. This is something that in order to sustain it is something that I, for me, I need. That doesn't mean you need to conform to that. I'm just I'm putting it out there that this is a need that that isn't is critical for me to feel connected. And so gosh I I tell everybody now that I'm a W (laughs) (laughs) people need to know that I uh, will constantly be leaning away for my own growth and be leaning in very hard for shared evolution and shared um, development and I'm a challenge I'm a challenger naturally and I push people um, to consider their actions and their thoughts and their feelings and I want somebody to guide me when I'm spinning um, I need I need an advisor I want my my person to advise me from time to time uh, I tell people this just because um, I'm really comfortable now knowing that I'm needy <laughs>
0: <laughs> well and, and and that all kind of goes back to uh, several of the points that we've made throughout the interview that you know starting with knowing who you are and what you're about and what you want and and those items really help you to identify the type of match.
1: Yeah, that's something that we all desire. What I like about this letter code is that there is hope for raising the standards of our partnerships. It can absolutely be easy. And this is a roadmap. This is a way system that's pretty understandable. You can read this book in a weekend and then you'll start to hear and see letters everywhere. You'll, you'll see like when you're guiding your teenage son on uh, a first or second date where you're like, whoa, I just guided from my H you know, from my H perspective, or you could see where, y- you know, your sister-in-law is dating a guy that's a closet Y, right? <laughs> he does not. <laughs> I had a guy once that I was dating by the exact same backpack, like almost exactly the same backpack that I had. And. At first, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy is like he is in it. And he likes me way more than I liked him, which was not that was not the right story. The story was like this guy wanted a a person like his soulmate, a best friend. And he was using the ways that he knew how from him himself. He's using the tools that he had to connect with me. And I was I was not that nice to him about that. I judged him. And I really wish that I would have known this when I was like in my 20s. So I would be less judgmental of others and own my own, my own core, my own heart. You know,
0: I think that's something that everybody's constantly working on is just dealing with themselves. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes a a village to raise crystal white. I'm so (laughs) thankful. I have friends to remind me of who I want to be. And at the end of the day, like this, this book really just helps people come up with a very easy way to psychology hack. You don't have to spend years in therapy and you don't have to know attachment styles and you don't have to like, you know, talk about your mother and your father, your first wife or, you know, the, you know, the movies that you've seen, you can really kind of leverage it to have some very quick wins in terms of creating a new connection or, or, maybe bringing a connection that has suffered for a while back to
0: life ladies and gentlemen if you guys are listening to the show this is information that needs to be out there needs to be more prevalent it's helpful for yourselves your children so make sure you go check out the book Uh, dr crystal white thank you for being on we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about your radio uh your radio show (laughs) your book i do have a radio
1: show you do i have a uh a podcast called the Executive Shaman Podcast, and oh, talk about connectivity, whether it's at work or whether it's at home, quite frequently it comes up. So frequently.
0: Well, make sure you guys go check out the radio show and also the book, Cracking the Letter Code to Achieve the Love Life You've Always Wanted. That book can be found at thelettercode.com and of course, information on Dr. Crystal White at drcrystalwhite.com and you can connect with her on Instagram and LinkedIn and the letter code is available on Amazon and again at the website at www.thelettercode.com and wherever other books are sold. Dr. Crystal White, thank you for being with us.
1: Hey, thank you, Ryan, for raising this conversation up to a level that can inspire us all.
0: We appreciate it. You guys that are listening to Finding Your Frequency, if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, please make sure you take a moment to like, share that information out to all of your friends, and of course, leave us some feedback. We love your comments, and you can always email us, info at voiceamerica.com. Send us all the information about what kind of guest topics and things that you want to hear about, because obviously we're doing this for you. We want to make sure we're bringing you the information that you like. Thank you for tuning in. Voiceamerica.com, the leader in live Internet talk radio.